Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Spiral from the Book of Saw, or Spiral Saw, according to the uh, Spiral uh, Saw app. Uh, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, y'all? It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. Hey. Um, what up, boys? The boys. We're back in town. We're back. We're, yeah, we're, I mean, I'm in Rosenberg. Where you at? In town. Oh? I mean, we're all in a town, you know? It's like... <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm in uh, the new studio for uh, the last oh, show. The studio. Do you refer, Dylan, uh, do you refer no. to the live sale as the studio? You should. I refer to it as a conference room, which is what it is. <laughs> you should start referring to it as the studio to Mike and all the other. It's so pretentious. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I need you to get out the studio. Guy, the, when the red light is on, when the, oh. don't, don't knock. <laughs> I need I, a red light. You do. I wonder if it would that work, would, you know? No, it won't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I'll stop there. But before we go any further, uh, we need to make sure that we always remember our pickle. Pickle of the week. Oh, my God. I didn't even get a damn. Y'all were too quick. <laughs> I was trying to get it right before Michael, but he, he, got, he got it for me. Oh, I didn't. I just didn't stop. He got the pickle out. Yeah. Okay, Hello. anyway, <laughs> uh, my pickle of the week is from Fantagraphics, featuring uh, everyone's favorite cartoonist, Ed Piscor. Uh, he's got a new book. Um, it's a new, yeah. new monthly comic called Red yeah, it's Room. Wild. It's, crazy. it's 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 a book, definitely not for the faint of heart. No, um, definitely not. Um, I'm excited so for it. Ed Piscor uh, is the guy behind uh, Hip Hop Family Tree, X Men Grand Design, among other things. Yep, yep. Um, this is a uh, kind of like an anthology type book. Um, Self-described as a uh, cyberpunk outlaw splatterpunk masterpiece, um, aided by the anonymous dark web and nearly untraceable cryptocurrency, there has emerged a subculture of criminals who live stream and patronize webcam murders for entertainment. Who are the murderers? Who are the victims? How do we stop it? Red Room number one is 64 pages of dynamic storytelling and gorgeous art, and it really, really is. Yeah, his um, art's good. The, the, the pack... The packaging of the book is good. Yes, is that the word I want to use? Yeah, yeah it's got it's really like heavy duty and yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Black and white though for your people who you know don't like manga or whatever. Yeah, there you go. What? <laughs> <laughs> some people want fancy colors in their books, you know. Well, some people need to get some taste. That is very true. That is very I'll true. stick to my Walking Dead Deluxe. Thank you very much. <laughs> So I, I don't remember who it was, but someone said, do you think when they're done with this, uh, they'll just reprint it again in black and white and say, you know, Walking Dead classic. Oh, dude. Yes, I hope so. Amazing. Just keep it in print always. I'm curious if, if they're going to do graphic novels in color at this point. You know they, they will. will. So, of so they're going to do Walking Dead classic, and then they'll do Walking Dead color remaster. <laughs> they'll do compendiums, trades, and hardcovers. Walking Dead is never I'm, not going to be in print. How many can they can they go go through? How many can, cycles well, can, can they go through? So it'll be it'll be classic black and white, and then mm-hmm. it'll go back to it'll it'll go to color remastered, and then uh-huh. it'll be expanded uh-huh. original. Oh, word, yeah. So, yeah or like yeah. a director's cut or something. Yeah, most definitely. And then I think definitely. that's where it ends. Director's cut with color. Director's cut with color. Oh, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. And then and then one more time in its original form. To uh, oh, for the people. They're gonna do one that's all black and white, but only the blood is red. Oh yeah, black, white, and red. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Black, most white, definitely. and blood. Blood. Black, sorry, and blood. If, sorry. If I, I messed up. I messed up. Uh, so my so my pickle this week is a graphic novel. Uh, it's Ghost Rider. Robbie Reyes, the complete collection. So, oh look, you done stole it. That doesn't come Where out till tomorrow, Dylan. This this B over here. Oh my took, lord! Took my recommendation. See, I'm this sorry. is proof we don't talk I, about this. Before. It's unfortunate. Uh, mine's. Uh, oh, the, do you have at, it at the store? I left it. Oh. So you didn't buy it? I forgot. No, I forgot Fake it. Fan. I bought it. I forgot it. Fake fan. It will be here when I come home Wednesday. Okay. Get on the live sale. I bring. I bring it on live sale. Okay. Uh, Are you going to be on the live sale this week? No. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. It's a uh, twelve issues, and then they got some extra stuff in there uh, from the miniseries and the what if. So I'm super excited. Tradmar art. Nineteen fantastic. issues total. Yeah, nineteen in total. Felipe Smith. Also the 12 really issues and then the five issue series after that. And then the what if one shot is what I say it. No, you said 12 issues and some other stuff. I s- <laughs> <laughs> and some anyway, other stuff. This book's really you know, good. That tells you all you need. It no, is. Come check it out. We, we got one at, uh, at Katie. So come, come buy it. Come do it. Buy it. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm also okay. planning on reading Wonder Girl number one. It came Wonder out Girl was really good. I mean, I really to be wanted, I, I do really like that um that Robbie Ray is run of Ghost Rider uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's it's so. fantastic. Uh, but anyway, this is the part of the show where we would like everyone to head on over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us achieve our twenty twenty one goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. It also helps new people find the show. So do us a favor and go do it. Um so we're gonna talk the watch list. We're gonna get to that part of the show. Oh, you're not doing a dates dates oh yeah Dance. you know what i man i got you i, I got you remember. thank you i i i don't let's you see a real one you know let's what I'm see saying? the you you are a real one at times ronald um most of the time most of the time kind so, of kind of kind of built. the kind of bit <laughs> the kind of built. did hey i randomly told a customer at sugarland like two months ago who was going over to Katie see, to come see me? Yeah, to, no, he to come did see it. you and tell yeah, you, yeah, yeah. call you the brand, the kind of built black guy. Did they do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, so uh, this Friday we have Keyforge, and next Friday we have Keyforge. That's the twenty first and the twenty eighth, and those are going to be with the brand new set, Dark Tidings, um, which is in a new packaging, uh, and the the ID card is sideways, and there's a bunch of new types of cards, and. You know what's really funny is uh, Aaron, your assistant store manager, Ron. He um, he was there's you know in Keyforge there's a bunch of different types of houses, uh, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it's all random when you get your deck. And he finally got the configuration of the his perfect three houses that he wanted. However, okay, he it in and it registers as one of the worst decks in existence. <laughs> Oh wow, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> like, sorry, buddy. Hey, that's how the that's, <laughs> that's, how, the, that's how the cookie crumbles, crumbles. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. That, I mean that's a, that's a good for a reversal. Bring it bring it. But anyway, so if you want to play in any of these Keyforge events, you can come uh to any location, buy a deck, and join our Discord. That's where we play. Are you doing it in person now? Um we're going to start soon. Ooh, uh stay tuned fantastic. for that. I'm working with Eddie at the Sugarland store to figure out when we're gonna be able to do that. That's um cool. But so that is coming up um, this Friday and next Friday. And then this Saturday, the 22nd, we have our paint club. And it's going to be a freestyle night. And I'm probably going to do that Krampus that I got sitting up here 
that I did some of his coat. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of bored and I was, had some time left over on the last one and I, had, I did his coat. So he's just sitting there looking unfinished. Um, but anyway, what if we had no next though? What, what if we had no next? So yeah, we got paint club this Saturday. Come through. Um, I have a live sale tonight. No, you don't. You're right. That's it. Bye. <laughs> no. Okay. This one has a lot of like new collection stuff, you know, brand new, brand new material. Um, Do you have any copies of Venom to, number one? Of who? Venom number one. <laughs> Uh, I think I might have a few, courtesy of the Clear Lake store. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of good uh, bundles also. Quality bundles. Nice. Things that shouldn't be bundled. Like, we could sell these separately. Why are they bundled? It's too good of a deal. This you know? is crazy Dylan's. He's We're slashing prices. Yeah, it's like that. Right. Um, it's going to be a little bit different in this episode. It's going to be from or this stream. I don't know. It's going to be from my house. The studio. Our oh. internet. You're going to have working yeah. internet. It's going to be from my backup studio. Um, the remote location. We cannot uh, rely on the internet at the store we normally do it from, the Gallery Area store. Um, so Don't come to Clear Lake. Our internet's really bad. Yikes. We're going to do it from my house for a week, and then we're getting new internet AT&T fiber. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, fiber. In time for next week, so we'll, be, get, we'll be Gucci soon. You got to get Kevin one of those like cheap looking suits so that you can on your comeback show, you can have him try to do the whole like crazy Eddie infomercial type of a thing. You know, like I like that idea. He can I'm do down. that character. Yeah, that's definitely. Kevin, Kevin's got that down. Um, that's kind of all I have for now. There's a couple other things in the works that Ooh. I wish I could announce. Y'all know about them, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do I? Stuff coming I up. I, I don't think I do. No, you do. You do. Save do. your vaccination. Don't throw away your vaccination. Oh, card. got you. That's one of them. Gotcha. And there's a signing coming up. Ooh. Ooh. In, 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 uh, yeah, it's going to be signing from Ron. Uh, you yeah. Go down. Oh, Ron. You already. Ron is going to sign any sticker you bring him. And then he'll yes. keep it. That, it, is uh, a, yes. it is a yeah. big yeah. name yeah. creator. It is a creator Ron. that you know, most likely. Ron, yeah, you me. want some wrestling stickers? I got some wrestling stickers that I don't oh, want. Please, please, I need more stickers from my table. Because I bought, uh, I bought a uh, a T-shirt from a wrestler that I really like named Still okay. Life with Apricots and Pears. Uh huh. Yeah, and, that's uh, a long name. Yeah, uh, they're also a graphic designer, and they sent oh, yeah. a bunch of stickers too. Like they're pretty cool looking, you know. Like uh, I got this one. Dude, the weirder the better. I love it. Yeah. I, I yeah. So, it. so I've got some cool stuff. I'll send you some. Stickers. Send, send me some stickers. Yeah, you know. Oh yes, please. You know, I got the I got the goods. Such so pink. Yeah, all the pink. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's that's talk, all I got. Let's get into let's the, watch the watch list. Let's get in there. Pop, 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 pop. So, before we get to the big group watch where we went to go see Spiral Saw, uh, n- Table Saw is the next one, uh, I think. <laughs> Miter Saw. I don't know how many of the saws you got. Pretty good. Uh, Pretty hand good. saw. Anyway, so before we get into that. Uh, seesaw well, seesaw Ooh, Ooh, see that's that's the kid one yeah <laughs> it's at the ocean saw junior he's, he's tra- trapping people underwater oh oh s-e-a get it yeah see, oh, was, interesting, interesting. it's a thinker words. this like one's a, a thinker like did you get that from Zack snyder that really just makes you think it's pretty good i'm oh. honored for, for the comparison 
Yes. Um, what did we watch this week? I I didn't watch much this week, unfortunately. I did Flash. watch a I watched a new movie. Okay, you know this will Dylan will appreciate this. I watched a newly released movie called <gasps> Hound. It was pretty good. Uh, it's a horror movie. I liked it. It was on Arrow. What was Ooh. it called? I missed it. Dylan the Bloodhound. Blood okay, Dylan was grasping. Yeah, I, uh... it's it has big like. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> oh. oh my lord <laughs> it has big uh hannibal energy hannibal the tv series worry, energy worry. um i like it quite a bit bloodhound is one of my favorite characters in apex so of course it is i don't think it's about them it is oh okay it might be it might be it might be we watching which one are we watching uh the first one always that's the, that's what, the... what's bloodhound about um it's it there's a uh there's uh, two childhood friends who uh, have lost touch and then one sends a letter to the other one saying, hey, I miss you. Let's reconnect. Um, the dude sending the letter is very weird. Um, there's a bit of a shut-in and a recluse. These are like 20-somethings. They're not very old. Um, but very like waspy, weird type, you know, like stay in the house and wear sweaters inside and, you know. <laughs> Ew. I'm sorry. <laughs> Freaks. Yeah, weird. Um, that is a horror. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I don't want to say too much about it, but it is okay. You know, it's very uh, unnerving. Very Nothing, unnerving. even on the Rotten Tomatoes, is giving me any information. It's yeah, the it, cover is a person handing a drink to another person. Uh huh. And the what, description the is what eighty six with fourteen reviews. Hey, I'm doing okay. I gave you a ghost weights so last week or two weeks ago, and that was the nineties, right? Yeah, I really want to watch that. You should. It's really good. Um, I would, I'd watch that over the Bloodhound. But um, the description is: a young man is summoned to, to the secluded home of a wealthy childhood friend and his twin sister. Yeah, that's about it. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> there you and, go. And you don't see the sister for uh, some time. Oh, spoiler! It's a lot of it's a lot of like uh, behind the door yelling at the sister, and it's it's something. Okay, I can't tell if you're recommending it or not. I recommend it. I think it's worth a watch. Okay. I also watched a Giallo that's not worth recommending at all. It's called Your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key. It's not very good. Don't watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been I've been trying to watch a lot of Giallo lately. Uh so that's all I got. Dylan, what about you? Or Ron? Who watched some stuff? Um We both did. We kinda watched some stuff together, kinda. I popped in for some episodes he watched. Yeah, okay, so I, I'll start, I guess. Uh, I, I watched Castlevania. I finished it. I watched season three and four. I tried to finish season three in time for season four, which just came out last week. Um, and I missed it a little bit, but I finished season four last night. Um, so did I. It was a little, little slow and meandering until the end, like the last couple episodes of each season. Ron watched the last two episodes with me. Season four? The, yeah, the the series finale. This is the final season. Oh, um, and it tied up nicely. I liked the ending. So Ron saw the action episodes, but there was a lot of uh, not that. Yeah, I don't think I missed much. I think I'm good. I think I watched what <laughs> I watched needed the good to watch. Stuff? I watched no, season, you would have. <laughs> I watched season one in the last two episodes. I think you I'm saw fine. the bookends. I think you would have appreciated the finale more if you had known <laughs> who the characters were. Obviously. Um, <laughs> But I'm okay with it. I give it a thumbs up. I still liked it. 
I also watched um, a series on Peacock, a Peacock exclusive called Girls Peacock. Five Eva. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is a Tina Fey comedy. Um, uh-huh. Well, she created it. She doesn't star in it. It stars Sarah Bareilles, Busy Phillips, and other people. It's about okay. a girl, like a like a '90s girl band who um, broke up, and one of their members died. And so now there's only four of them, but they're like trying to have a comeback. Is it a? It, that sounds actually pretty great. It's it's really funny. It's good. I like Tina Fey. If you like Thirty Rock or right, uh, Kimmy Schmidt or anything, it's it's for you. It also stars Paula Pell. I like her a lot. She's a she's a really funny comedian, SNL writer. Um, I don't know if I know her. You might if you saw if her. you saw her, but um, it has Tina Fey. In a couple episodes, playing Dolly Parton, it's a whole oh, thing. What? Um, someone has one of the characters has visions of Dolly Parton, and it's played by Tina Fey. Okay. Apparently, they weren't <laughs> like they were going to get Dolly Parton, and then she they just weren't able to. Something fell through. Okay. So someone had to step in. But uh, the show's the show's decent if you have Peacock, which I don't know who does. Um, do. Well, everybody does. It's free if you want it with ads. If you don't mind that's true. Yeah. Oh, for all, it's free. I had no clue. Yeah, there's like levels because if if you do the free one, you have ads and less content. But mm. but True. it's free. <laughs> that's I watched a couple other things, so that's all that was noteworthy, other than the other one Ron and I watched. Word. Uh, so I'll go through mine. <clears throat> I watched an old movie uh, on YouTube. Old. So 2018. I watched The Mask. What? Ooh, <laughs> with Jim Carrey? Okay. Yeah, of course. I love it. For the first time? I don't know if I've oh, okay. ever talked about this. No, no, no. I watched it before. I love that movie. Nice. I don't know why. I was just scrolling through YouTube and I was like, oh, that's on here? All right, cool. I haven't seen this in forever. Played that. It was great. Whatever. Um, and then I watched the new volume of Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, they how was it? They call them volumes. Uh, shorter, shorter than the first volume. Uh, the first okay. volume was. 18 episodes uh, this one was eight so very short yeah um they were all pretty solid um i think there was one i didn't really care for but i need to rewatch that again because i would really focus on that one sure um there's one with spoilers for death love and robots uh there's one with michael b jordan in it that one was really good yeah i thought they were all pretty good i need okay. to watch them again i, I like them for the most part uh, and that's it, other than the other thing we watched that me and Dilly Dally watched, which was uh, Army of the Dead. We got an early screening for that. Ooh. That was, that was pretty cool. A one day I, early screening. I wish I wish I, I wonder early. I thought it comes. It's not out yet. It's out. Um, no. It came out on Friday. No. Yes. Uh, we saw it on Thursday. It came out on Friday. Uh, it's in theaters. It came. It comes out in theaters before it comes out on Netflix. Oh, okay. that makes sense. It comes out on Netflix the twenty first. The twenty first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But is that Cinemark now? Um, so we got a little Netflix pre screening. There was no one there. Yeah. Uh, yep. it was very empty. Very empty. Uh, and this was a Cinemark screen, so there were only like fifty seats. Oh wow. And yeah, um, but it was. Well, Ron, what do you think of the movie? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh the action uh in the photography of the movie i didn't really care for whatever this plot was trying to be 
Well, or, sure. or Dave Bautista's acting. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. Did was you, did you see the promotion that Dave Bautista did at WWE Backlash? No, for this movie, <laughs> I missed it. What did he do? Well, so Backlash was WWE's big pay per view. Obviously, yeah, this I was last this on Sunday, Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. I didn't. I don't watch that, but I, you know, I'm on wrestling internet, so I see it. Sure. Yeah. So there was a lumberjack match. Ron, you know what a lumberjack match is? Yeah, it's uh, 15 minutes long or 15 people. I forget. So, a- so there's two dudes in the ring wrestling, and then there's usually like 15 people on the outside. And if you right, fall right, out of the right. ring, they get to beat you up yeah, until yeah, you get yeah, back inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Batista showed up on a video package and announced that he had special lumberjacks for the match, and it was zombies. Oh, that's cute, I guess. <laughs> so they had zombie lumberjacks? Makes sense. And it is the corniest thing yeah, that you can imagine. Good. And one of the dudes gets good. eaten by a zombie. So, like, I don't know how he's going to show back up on TV, but. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sort of like how That's they. Zombie. Sort of. Oh, see? It's sort of like how they, they uh, had Rey Mysterio lose his eye. It's like. Is that a, a thing? What? Yeah. So there was like a gimmick where he lost his eye like a year ago or something in a match. Or it's like someone like plucked his eyeball out and he had, he had a big fake eyeball hanging out of his mask. It's like, so now he's got to wrestle with an eye patch on. Because we're <laughs> supposed to think that Ray Mysterio lost his eye. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, I would like to see Army of the Dead, of the Dead though. I, I mean, as I think I've it's worth the many watch. times, Dawn of the Dead is Zack Snyder's best movie. Still is. Probably. <laughs> this rivals it, I would say. It's definitely a, a worth the watch for sure. Especially as someone who doesn't like love Dawn. Yeah. Um,. The biggest detriment was Batista, like Ron said. His acting is just so bad. I wish I could get behind it. I've um, been seeing so much Batista stuff lately. Like, you yeah, know, I feel like he's almost in everything. Well, no, no. I mean, like in news feeds, like popping up talking about how thankful he is to have gotten his big break with Denis Villeneuve and, mm-hmm. you know, all this you stuff. You see how like, he, he turned down, um, oh, what was it? Fast and the Furious for Gears of, Gears of War. What? Yeah, that was random news. I, I I thought about putting it in there. I was like, I don't really care about Batista like that. But yeah, he passed on Fast and the Furious. And are are we? Thank just, goodness. Are we just haters? Like, is Batista actually like cool and good? I can't speak for him as a person, but he definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Actor. <laughs> the actor, he's not good. Not he's at fine all. in Blade Runner, but he's playing a robot. Like, well, yeah, and he's like, has like. Five Maybe lines, seven lines. Yeah, he's in the movie for a couple of minutes. He was miscast in this because he had several very emotional Hella scenes. Lines. Yeah. Oh no, he had emotional scenes. Yeah, lots no. of crying and Batista. Um, yeah, well, I mean, trying. Yeah. I you mean, know. Dave, Dave Bautista. Excuse me, not Batista. Bautista. Bautista. Well, when he was a wrestler, there was no U. It was Bautista. I know. Um, oh, yeah, I think it's the I. Yeah, it's. I think it was entertaining. It's worth the watch. There was an impressive feat. I they they replaced a character. Do you know about this, Michael? I was hoping you would watch it so I could ask you, like I asked. Ron. Oh, I know, I know about the Tignataro thing. Okay, yeah. Who, who um, did he replace? Chris D'Elia. What did he do? A, he's a pedophile. Oh, sweet. Um, Good. Good to get know, rid of just, him. Just some light pedophilia. Um, oh God. <laughs> but he's gone. So they filmed this a while ago, then, because like. Yeah, they filmed it a while ago, and then Tig Notaro filmed, I think, during the pandemic, you know? She didn't interact with... She never was with any actors or anything like that, so they just fully 
CGI'd her into the movie, and it was not uh, too distracting at all. Her yeah, couple I, moments I, I were. Didn't, I didn't notice, but I didn't know either. So it helps that the whole movie is CGI, you know? Right. So I think this is like the perfect movie for that to happen to because it's like all green screen anyway, you know? You couldn't do but, it with like, you know, a talking movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, a mar- marriage story, but we had to CGI uh, replace <laughs> Scarlett Johansson with Tig Notaro. It's an interesting movie. <laughs> I'm trying to um, think of a movie that's just talking, you know, like it has no yeah. CG, CG in it at all. But I want to see that movie now. Um, but yeah, so I waited and I asked Ron who he thought was not originally in the movie after. Oh, and he didn't okay. know. So yeah, did, it, yeah. they did. A, they did a good job, you know. They fooled. It worked. It worked. Good job, Zaddy. <laughs> see, see, look, we can praise. We can praise Zack Snyder. It's not that he we did have. a fine job with this movie. It was. Well, it it did what it was meant to do. Yeah. Right. If you want a solid zombie movie, it was a solid zombie movie. It was a little too long, I thought. It was it's two and a half hours. Well, I didn't need it to be that long. <sighs> I mean, well, it's okay. It didn't feel that long to me. But also, however, that's true. Yeah. There's not a ton of resolution because there's a obviously a sequel, and then there's a live action prequel coming out, and an anime series prequel coming out too. Okay. With the cast returning, Bautista included so it's really like a big franchise starter which is another detriment i think but it's okay okay that's all i got to say about army of the dead okay go Um, watch it it's netflix this week for for all for all the person that has arrow i forgot one other thing i watched that is actually very interesting i watched a video essay that's half an hour i was going on this like kino kick of like watching like you know, Criterion restoration videos and all that kind of crap. Because we were talking about something similar in the last uh, week in yeah. our chat. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Last week, and uh, I went on a kick of watching, you know, film critics and that stuff. And I watched a video, a video essay called "The Invisible Woman." Uh, it was very good, and it was an examination of the Storm? role of women. In, yeah, right. Of the role of women in the horror genre, uh, and hmm. uh, like a feminist take on it. It's really interesting. So that does sound good. I like watching those on YouTube sometimes. Those video right. essays. Yeah, I like it. And and it was it was from the lens of talking about this new movie called The Stylist, which is fantastic. Um, nice. You would actually really like The Stylist. It's kind of like slacks, but less silly. Okay. You know, it's kind of got that same energy, like about a hairstylist who kills people. Hmm. Sounds like my cup of tea. But only with good hair. Oh. Yeah, because she wants to cut the top of their scalp off and put it on her head and have good, you know, better hair. Interesting. Yeah, it's a look. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we saw Spiral Saw um, <laughs> this past week. And, you know, I don't, we talked about, okay, spoilers for Spiral from the Book of Saw. All right, Sp- spoilers, full spoilers for all Saw movies. Because um, I will talk about other, other things like that. Um, mm-hmm. other um, spoilers from those movies because there are pretty big spoilers in some of those and I haven't seen all of them I've seen one, two, three, and this one um, what about y'all? I've seen one, four, and this one wow I think I've only seen one in this one I think two, you might have seen two I mean two, I, the, two was the one that took place in the house like, 
Yeah, a bunch of them like confuse me on what happens and what, but okay, sure. Fully, fully, I've seen one. In you don't need to have seen any of them to see no, this one. No, you definitely no, don't. not at all. It literally isn't even a Saw movie. No, um, it's not Jigsaw. Why is it called right. Saw? It's a Jigsaw copycat because they killed him in the third movie. So you know, or the second movie, and uh, you know, got to have somebody. But anyway, uh, so. I don't love the the series. I really, really like the first one, and I will I will put it over. Like I think the first Saw is good. It's legitimately good. I think, I mean, okay, I haven't seen it in probably about ten years, so I might be looking back with uh, you know perfect hindsight there. But um, I think it's pretty smart for what it is, and it's not just a gore fest. There is gore in it, but I think it's the first Saw is pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. But Everything past that is skippable, I think. Even um, the second I, one. I there's there. I really like the twist in the second one, but aside from that, I'm not I'm not into it. Hmm. Um, it's it's one of my favorite twists because it's like a pun, uh, and they just really really lay into it, and it's pretty funny. But every um, Saw movie is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it? Well, the first one's fifty. Okay, so oh. it's right on the cusp. Um, then 36, 28, 19, 13, 39, oh. 10, 33, 37. It's almost impressive how consistently bad it is, you know? Yeah. For, and, and, and making that many of them. For real, huh? You know, that's, that is, you know, good for them. Good this for... was the ninth one. The one we saw, saw nine. Wild. Good, good for James Wan and Lee Winnell getting that money. Um, yeah. but anyway, so I don't know how this happened. Ron and I, and I think all of us really talked about this before. Like, I don't know how we got gassed up in the thing and this movie was going to be really good. The trailer, the trailer had to, had to have been something. The trailer was good, right? Like, yeah, that, Chris, that, Brown, that, Chris Brown, Chris, Chris Rock, <laughs> Chris, Chris Rock producing it. Like it just had Samuel Jackson too. Like he was in the trailer. It just had the, it had the magic. You know? I've seen Fresh for sure. I remember that not the most recent trailer, but they, the one when it was coming out last year was right. really solid and looked really yeah. good. And it's like, you know, like I know Candyman's coming out and I know Candyman's going to be good. Candy, and, and I think, I think, I think Spiral got some shine off of Candyman because it's like, oh, we get two Tourism. horror movies that are kind of like, horror. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, oh, cool. I mean, obviously Candyman's going to be better, but Spiral's cool. Look, it's got Chris Rock. It's different. Yeah. And Chris Rock was putting it over a lot, talking about how good it was or, you know, going to be. I don't think this movie is bad. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think it's pretty terrible well dude. um I, did, I also did not enjoy it i gave it a one and a half on uh on letterboxd <gasps> out of five out of five five and you know which is really out of ten because it's out of half so. well sure yeah um but anyway so this is sitting at a 37 percent rotten tomatoes 75 percent audience score pretty rough um let's talk about the let's talk about this movie so the 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 first thing you get is you get a kill that's what we're gonna get in all these saw movies and i forgot it's been so long since i've seen these saw movies i forgot what the editing and the music is like the fast camera you know like okay (laughs) can we just relax this is not 1998 music videos Mm -hmm. let's chill um and the tra- the first trap was so gross uh, with yeah. the tongue. 
That's the yeah. Truth a lot. Uh, you, not, if you don't care about spoilers and you do care about gross out stuff, skip past this. Um, skip in about ten minutes. Uh, oh, you want to go in full detail? So. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's, I mean, that's what this movie is. You, you care about the traps. The first trap is like this dude gets his tongue in a vice thing and it's like strung up to the top of the subway. And, uh-huh. you know, he's like, uh, do you want to he's play on a, a step stool. Yeah, yeah, he's whatever, on a step yeah. stool. And like you have to jump off and rip your tongue out. Otherwise, the train's going to smash you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which, yeah, yeah. if you know anything about anything, that's, that jump's going to kill you anyway. Like, it's, no, gonna, it's not going to just rip your tongue out. There's like it's attached. No, like it fine. <laughs> and yeah, and it's obviously a mess. It does not go well for him. And it was disgusting and really gross. Very disgusting. I was yeah. real upset. I was watching a saw movie at that point. <laughs> you knew what you were getting. Like, I don't. I don't know I, why. I, I haven't <laughs> seen a movie that graphic in a while. It's been it's, a it's been a minute for sure. I used to be about it, but. I stopped. Yeah, um, we gr- we grow up, don't we? And then we moved into the ten minutes of Chris Rock doing stand up, <laughs> which was just raw love it though. Really it's strange. So, so and when cool. I say he's doing stand up, I mean like it's Chris Rock monologuing to multiple people. Yeah, yeah across yeah. a couple of scenes. Well, he's he's the funny one in the. He's he's robbing someone in the in the first scene of this. Yeah, in which. I forgot. So it's been a while since the trailer came out. So I was oh, like, so oh, it was wait. A cop? Wasn't he a cop in the trailer? Whatever. Let's roll with it. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, he'll be a bad guy. I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I was talking to Matt from Clear Lake and he was like, you know, I just, I'd go see this with y'all, but I don't think I can take Chris Rock seriously as a bad guy. Or, or as a serious actor. As a serious actor. So I was like, no, it'll in, be fine. He's in and Fargo, then, the most recent season of Fargo. I've only seen the first season. And he's, and he's being serious in that so i'm i'm curious if maybe this was he gave himself bad, bad lines or you know bad motivation or yeah i don't know yeah. but uh so you know jigsaw's back not jigsaw but someone doing jigsaw stuff is back and chris rock's stuck with this new partner and they're trying to solve the mysteries and it's just a bunch of thinly veiled and and it's very obvious who the killer is, like very early on. Yeah, and they're not I, as clever as I thought they were. And I, for one, actively try to not figure it out on things like this. I I like to try to be surprised if I can. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so heavy-handed that I you can't can, not though. Yeah. Like, excuse me, is that really okay? This is it. Oh, my I will say. Dead. Can I borrow? Yeah, <laughs> unnecessary oh. phone borrowing. It's like, oh well, he's in on it. Right. What I liked the. I thought the only thing I liked about this movie is that it had like an interesting hook. Like, it had, there's a copycat jigsaw who's killing dirty cops. Right. It right. starts with them killing, or, you know, you ones who like lied under oath, or. Yeah, yeah or, um, you Pulled know, killed trigger. someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, I thought that had like potential to be very current and. Indeed. Like topical and profound, but then it was just like I don't know. It 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 just didn't work out. It didn't pan out. I don't like I don't the gore. They... So I was hoping I would like this despite the gore, but there was also no story. It was like a long law and order episode to me, but like not as good. I just don't think they stuck with the first because I feel like the first two were very topical. 
And then, like, the rest of the killings were just, like, whatever. I'm angry <laughs> at the, at cops. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it fell through halfway through the movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's, this was pretty bad. I really, I was, I, you know, although I won't say I was bored. No. I wasn't bored. I wasn't bored. I liked being back at the theaters. It's going to be a while till I, like, regret going out to the theater, I think, to see yeah. something. And, oh, I already regret that. And I, sh- and I signed up for Regal Unlimited, so here What do you regret seeing, Ron? I just, oh. I hate people. <laughs> it's just, it, oh. people bug me about going to the movies. They haven't, like, I was hoping that going back to the movies would, like, weed out all the people that are idiots at the movies. You know, the people on their phone, the people talking loud, all the nonsense, right? Like, weed out them. And just have the normal people that want to sit here and enjoy a movie for what it is. No, it hasn't. It hasn't weeded out those. What went no. wrong at this? Or at Army Somebody of the, was texting Army of the Dead. Somebody at this? Was we're in the front me. row. Huh? We were like in the front row almost. Somebody was right in front of me texting. Dang. Whatever. I don't think there was anything bad at Army of the Dead. I don't think. But even so. I mean, that's. Maybe I'm just more oblivious. Two, to two it. out of three, because Godzilla, somebody had their flashlight on behind me. That's right. So two out of three back, and but I'm no just PUBG like, I don't want to. I don't want to go back. Huh? No, no tablet PUBG in the front row though. No, but I'm sure Apex is is soon approaching. <laughs> That's right. Somebody playing Apex on their phone. Is soon so, approaching. I I don't think we need to rate this thing. Um, but it's I don't think it's it's um, watch or not watch. Skip it. It's a skip for me. It's a skip unless unless you have. AMC A list. So, so skip going to the movies to see it, but when it's when it's home home uh watch if you can uh, rent on it streaming for or whatever on streaming I meant not maybe. not rentals or whatever. No. If, oh, if it's free streaming, sure. Yeah. Well, no. streaming on whatever you have. It's not worth your time. Honestly, I would still skip it. You're right. The they had one of the most egregious offenses of character explaining everything to you early oh, on in the movie. With and we the heat wave and these rolling brownouts. Yeah, and why I'm not wearing any clothes. Yeah, he's like, no one trusts me. He's like, well, since your dad quit the the force because of this, and then you did this, and there's heat right. waves, and and since I've been in this position for this long, and you know, it's just very as you know, Bob, but like, ugh. so bad. She was the narrator of the movie. Yes. She did the Star Wars scroll, but read it to us <laughs> My when favorite. it started. Oh, man. It was just so bad. I think um, if you like Saw, you should go watch it. That, well, yeah, of course. If you like Saw, go, go ahead and go see it. But, if you um, like the Saw franchise, you've been through worse. So, yeah, watch it. You've been through a 10% Rotten Tomato movie, you know? so Which one's 10%? Saw the final chapter in 2010. Which was not the final chapter. But then it went up to 33 with Jigsaw in 2017. <laughs> did did you all like the twist or not the twist, but the uh, the final like uh, okay? I thought the ending fell super flat too. Like the uh, the make with your Sam? choice: shoot Sam Jackson or shoot your dad or or not shoot your dad, save your dad or shoot me. You only have one bullet. Right. I thought that was like I'm supposed to be feeling Chris Rock's tension here, but like. This is just dumb. Yeah, I didn't get I it. Just, I didn't get that scene. Him. Yeah, I felt like they put a lot of 
weight on that scene's shoulders and it just didn't do anything. Like, no, no one could get out of their trap. There was, there was just pointless. We were just watching it for no reason, you know? There was no moral right. struggle with any character. And I, I brought that up when we talked about it outside. Um, there was a plot point in Saw 2 uh, where John Kramer, Jigsaw, is training his replacement because he's dying of cancer. And she, the replacement is the woman that escapes the trap in the first movie. I think her name's Amanda. I don't really remember. Um, and he's criticizing her because her traps aren't winnable. And she's like, he's like, no, they have to actually have a chance. It's a game. They're supposed to learn something from it. So he has this weird sort of like corrupted mentality, corrupted morality thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Jigsaw's traps were in theory winnable. You, you know, you could, you could win these things. You could live through them. Right. But like the dude, and like nobody could have won these things. And even the, oh, no, that, not at like all. the dude who was getting his fingers ripped off or whatever, like he immediately gave in and was like, sure. Okay. Rip my fingers off. Right. And, and he died. Yeah. Like, yeah. like what? Literally at the end, they choose to save someone. And then they, there's like a backup trap and he dies anyway. You know? Right. It's like, what's the point of anything that happened? Right. Yeah. It was basically exactly. just. Why did he just I, kill I them? Why is he torturing them? Uh, you know, to prove, to prove a some type of point to. The point them. is to give them a choice. I feel like, but that's gone. That so the what's the point of, this, of the jigsaw? Though I think he was literally just angry at cops. Well, you know then I mean? the, the traps didn't need to be this elaborate. True, but well, it's saw. You we're know. watching the yeah. We're watching and, a saw and, movie. And also, so. how stupid are the police officers? So like, a, oh, a, very stupid. So first of all, they're chasing a jigsaw killer, and then they go into an abandoned warehouse with no backup. Like the, the no backup at all. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Everyone okay. secluded themselves dangerously. Right. And then, and then when the when the when the the narrator goes downstairs into the Ooh. boiler room or whatever she's doing. Yeah. 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 And, case. Yeah. 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 She goes in the cold case room. Which is in the basement, hidden away from everything, and there's nobody else down there. Nobody's down there. She goes down there, and she sees Jigsaw standing in front of her. Didn't shoot. Pulls her gun. Pulls her gun. Draws on Jigsaw, and then tries to run away. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, I understand. <laughs> like, this is like where slasher movies fall apart. It's like, why would you make this decision? But actually, you're a police officer. Maybe they were trying to say she's nice now or something. You know, like. Just not to shoot him. I don't know. Who knows? This movie was terrible. Skip it. But anyway, I think I think that's gonna do it for for the spiral talk. Um, so we're gonna do news a little bit differently this week since we don't have a lot of time left. Uh, we're gonna go to Ron first. <gasps> Say and what? We'll, and we'll let Dylan wrap it up because I don't have much this week or Word. anything at all. I got I got a few little things. I'll, I'll try to get through them as quickly as possible. Uh, what you got? So Michael Jordan will be in Space Jam too. What? Just not, just not the way we expect it to be. Uh, so was he a cartoon? Yeah. Probably. Uh, Don Cheeto said uh, he will he will be in the movie, but not in the way you expect it. So there you go. Voiceover. I, I assume he's going to be in the movie in some some fashion or form. So that's cool, I guess. If you you know care about Michael Jordan being in Space Jam too. Uh, Lego revealed its biggest Marvel set. The Daily Bugle. Oh wow! Building. It's it pretty looks wild, cool. pretty insane. Uh, this thing is eighty-two centimeters tall, or thirty-six inches. Thirty-eight, thirty-seven. I forgot. I did the math last night. Yeah. Uh, it is 
close to 4,000 pieces. Holy crap. Dang. I'm not pretty a Lego insane. guy, but that's a lot. It's pretty insane. It's really impressive. Uh, it is releasing for Lego VIP members on the 26th of May. So next Tuesday? Next Wednesday. Uh, and then June 1st for everyone else. It is going to be a whopping $300. Ooh, we. And then and it comes with 25 minifigures. Yeah, it's a bunch of minifigures. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. So how much is that going to sell for the, you know... Oh, aftermarket? I don't know how Lego aftermarket works. It's crazy. pretty insane, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it'd be close to a thousand dollars, I'm sure. Unopened, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I I would love to see one of these in person. I want to see it built. Yeah, I yeah, I would. I, have, I watch a YouTube. I have no interest in building one of those myself. But that'd be like a whole like weekend. It'd be like a whole like two weekends, you know? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's cool. Uh, on to random podcast news. Nickelodeon has an- announced a Avatar: The Last Airbender and a SpongeBob podcast, like a like a fiction, like a story thing. No, or, okay. so oh. uh, it's with iHeartRadio. They're both going to be forty episodes long. It's interesting, but they are going to be reviewing episodes on on the shows. Who's so, did um, you ask? Okay, Avatar: Braving the Elements is going to be the first of the two. It's coming out June 22nd. It's going to be uh, Janet Varney. Uh, she was the voice of Korra. Oh. And Dante Basco, a Bosco. Uh, he is the voice of Prince Zuko. Oh, that's... Uh, every week, they're going to rewatch every episode of The Last Airbender. That's cool. Break down key elements, all that good stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's neat. Uh, that's awesome. And then... He already um, does that on his own. I don't he know does. if you knew that. Yeah, yeah. He lo- he loves. Uh, he has his own show, and he's done that with all the episodes already. Yeah, so you know, just rehashing it. You know, getting paid, getting he getting Nickelodeon money now. Though. Gotta get a check. More yeah. more Nickelodeon yeah. money, um, and then the SpongeBob one, uh, also another forty episodes is going to be uh, Frankie Grande, Henry Danger. I don't know who these people are, and Hector Navarro from Geek and Sundry. So they will. Be Frankie Grande there. is Ariana Grande's brother. Oh, cool! Super dope. Did not know all him. I know about him. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're going to be recapping uh, the SpongeBob episodes. So that's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's cool if you, Why not? you know, want a podcast about SpongeBob and Avatar. Check those out. Uh, on to comic esque news uh, Trover Saves the Universe is getting a comic book from Skybound. Uh, it's going to be five issues long. Um, Tess Stone is writing and drawing the first issue, Not Drunk Enough. If y'all have heard of drunk, Not Drunk Enough. Have you played uh, Trover Saves the Universe, Mikey? No, I have not. No? You, Dylan? No? No. Nah. Well, it is everywhere. You can play it. It's not just a VR game, because it came out originally as a VR game. Uh, you can play it on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. Okay. Uh, and it is on sale as of last week. I'm not sure if it's on sale now, though. So there you go. If you want to get familiar with that. Uh, Marvel announced some new comic books. Okay. Uh, that's coming out soon. Uh, Deadpool Black, White, and Blood. We talked about Black, White, and Blood earlier, didn't we? We mm-hmm. uh, So continuing with the 30th anniversary, uh, they are announcing this. Uh, it's going to be five issues long. Uh, the first couple of writers is going to be Tom Taylor, Ed Brisson, and James Stokoe. 
uh, with James Stucco doing his arts, uh, Walsh, Portacio, and Phil Noto also doing art. That's cool. Okay. Good creators. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, pretty good creators. Uh, so that's cool. It's coming out. Oh, I lost it. I had it all. Soon. Soon, yes. Very soon. August. Comic news is August. always like, you never get like, coming next year. Oh, no, no, no. It's pretty, pretty soon. Uh, so yeah, it's coming out in August. So, nice. um, cable got canceled. Young cable, he's done. Rip onto old cable though. Uh, he is getting a book. It's called uh, Cable Reloaded. So you're getting uh, okay. old old man cable. Uh, it's just being back, continuation. Back in the flesh. Yeah, it's a continuation, but it's different. Um, creators. It's Al Ewing and uh, Bob Quinn. So that's cool. His you know big guns are back. Because, you know, Young Cable right. had a big sword. So there you go. That's cool. Um, This is big news. This came out today. Uh, Marvel Comics is relaunching Black Panther with uh, John Ridley from 12 Years a Slave. Really? This is cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's coming out. And Juan August. Cabal. Yeah. Yeah. Juan Cabal doing art. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. This is uh, coming out in August. Because, uh... Coates' run ended last month, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds so right. It's pretty cool. I'm excited. Y'all gonna read this one? You wanna check it out? Uh, I'll, I'll try, try the it. first one for sure. Word. His uh, um, I I liked the Coates run. I mean, I didn't read all yeah, of it. Coates I read the first. It, it was long. I read. Yeah, I read long. the first three volumes. Um, his his Batman's been pretty good. His Future State Batman, and then mm-hmm. uh, Ripley. Huh? What? John, what's his name? John Ripley? Ridley, John Ridley. Ridley yeah. yeah, John Ridley. Yeah, his uh, his future state Batman and what is he doing now? Uh, next Batman. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Um, and then last bit of so this isn't really news per se, but I'm doing a new thing this week. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start doing new comic releases of the week. So what that entails is I'm going to give y'all. A list of comics has come out. They are going to be number ones. They're not going to be reprints. Um, and most of the stores should have them. So that's what I'm going to do every week. Okay. So I'll read down the ones I have here for this week. Um, Far Cry, Rite of Passage. Um, Bangers of the Divide. No, sorry. Rangers of the Divide. Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight. Wonder Girl. Fantastic Four. Life Story. Immortal Hulk, Time of Monsters. That's a one-shot. Uh, Shang-Chi. Shang. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apocalypse 5000. That's also a one-shot. And Red Room, which we talked about earlier. Yes. There you go. Cool. And, so those and are all number ones. Hopefully. Yeah, all number ones. And hopefully, if I remember uh, early enough, I'm going to post the coverage for all these Ooh. on the Instagram and the Twitter. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, what are those? Uh... The Twitter is BRC Uncanny. That's right. And Instagram is Uncanny Universe. That's right. It sure is. Boom. There you go. Hopefully Excellent. I remember. Are you going to put them on Byte? Uh, yeah. Give me a code. <laughs> give, me, give me a password. All right. Uh, I have to make one. So, yeah. But that is, uh, that is all my news. This Excellent. Week. My turn. Yes. Ooh, we. Um, sorry. I know I don't have a long time. Uh, I'm going to try. Oh, no, you're good. The last story is the biggest one, so I'm going to try and get through quickly the first ones, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of business talk 
in this news for some reason. Yes. Um, okay, first one. Amazon is in talks to buy MGM, which wow. is predominantly owns James Bond. They don't own a lot anymore. Yeah, but it's still a big name. Yeah, so it's uh, they're rumored to be buying it for $9 billion. <laughs> um, oh, my Lord. Man, have that Amazon money. I mean, yeah, they don't care. That's a drop in the bucket. Um, they have, I mean, they have 200 million subscribers and 175 million active subscribers, like who are watching things. So that's, I mean, they have really good, they have so, a really good subscriber count. And they are really trying to get you to watch Prime Video. I know because so Lori has a Prime account that she just got set up on, um, and they sent her a letter, a physical letter saying, hey, did you know we have videos that you can watch as part of your Prime subscription? Wow. Really? That's crazy. Yes. I've never received that letter because I've watched, I've watched stuff on Prime. Right. Streaming That's wars crazy. are alive. But like, can you imagine a James Bond TV show or something? Like, yes, there's, actually. There's a lot of cool. potential here. I don't think MGM has done enough with it, honestly, like doing a Bond movie every few years. Mm-hmm. Um, no. You could milk it more, I think, and people would watch it. I'm not saying like beat it to death, but you could do like a different character that's not Bond within the Bond universe. Did you see that? I don't have the number in front of me, but the the budget um, got even bigger for that Lord of the Rings show. Yeah, right. and I saw that they're being criticized for having like an all white cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like what? fantasy, so there's really no reason for it, you know? Right. Exactly. It's not like historically accurate. Yeah, but the ballooning budget of the hobbit and they need it for quote unquote, lord of the rings building they said so i mean I, hopefully it looks expensive i guess i don't care about lord of the rings at all so it's not for me but i mean you're gonna try it out though right i mean yeah we're gonna yeah watch it. it's like a big franchise property I mean, and they spent so aim- much money they're aiming for it to be bigger than game of thrones right i assume that's their goal is to surpass game of thrones mm-hmm so, I don't know. It never hit with me, though. No. I don't know what it is about it. Um, we'll see. Maybe the show will get you. Maybe. Maybe. Um, we got a Snake Eyes trailer, finally. Yeah, we did. We've been talking about this movie for, for I years. I didn't even watch it. Oh, okay. I sent it to y'all. Didn't even watch it. Wow, wow. okay. Um, I thought it looked pretty good. I thought it looked as good as a Snake Eyes movie can look. Sure. Um, I know a lot of people are mad that he doesn't have his helmet on. Oh, like, well, I mean, you. We've talked for, about this. You paid for the actor. It's yeah, like, you don't cover up Henry Golding's face. It's like it's like Pedro Pascal, right? It's like you know he's going to take that helmet off in the Mandalorian. Like, I mean, he didn't yeah. do it much, amazingly enough. Yeah, true. But you know what's coming off. But you even know? Pedro Pascal is not like a big name. No, you know? like. He doesn't have any like huge successes to his Game name. Of Thrones would be about it. But he was like a minor character in a couple seasons, you know. Like uh, he's a, he's a little bit of a name, but he's not like expensive. I don't think that's true. you know. Um, especially since it was a voiceover role in the first season. Uh, but I don't know. I thought he 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 looked pretty convincing, considering he's only done rom coms so far. A simple favor, uh, last Christmas, and Crazy Rich Asians. But I like Henry Golding a lot. He seems pretty charismatic. Um, I thought it looked pretty stylish, like pretty John Wicky, you know? All right. Yeah, I mean, 
All right. It didn't. It okay, didn't. it looked better than I thought. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it, it looked like it, it was amazing, but I want to see it. Uh, uh, it looks. It looks like a good time. Something fun for the summertime. Just know yeah. this is what we said about Saw. Spiral. I didn't say that. Spiral Saw. Roll the tapes. Um, Who knows? Anyway, uh, not you liking Godzilla Kong and then saying this looks like garbage. Number I one. haven't seen the trailer. I'm just saying. I know, but you're you have, you and also you haven't seen the trailer, and you're. Y'all can't be hype on it, though. You understand? I'm not. I'm not hype. It. I'm just saying it doesn't look bad. I'm saying it, it doesn't look as terrible as I would have said a GI Joe movie looks. It also stars Samara Weaving, who is a star of one of my favorite genre films, and that genre is good for her. Uh, ready or not? Are you aware of this new new? rise in genre michael uh no they're called good for her movies and it's like uh, are they <laughs> like midsummer her. invisible woman ready or not stuff like that good where at the end her. of the movie you say good for her yeah <laughs> my favorite my favorite genre I like um it. uh she's playing scarlet so we'll see i don't know um we also got a batman long halloween part two trailer part one has not released yet it comes out next month so i don't know why this is out um but I like this animation style. It's a Superman Man of Tomorrow animation slash Justice League World War II animation. Um, and I like Batman Long Halloween. So all the ingredients are there. I like that it's a two-part movie. They did that pretty well with Dark Knight Returns. Um, yeah. We'll see. I think the since they reset with the DC Universe uh, animated movies, they've been better. I know y'all don't watch them, but no, take, I, my word, take my word for it. They've gotten better. I watched the Superman one because we did a review on it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and Forgot. I, yeah, it was so long ago. That was during lockdown. Um, I, like, yeah, I watched the long Halloween one. I'm excited. I'm, I, I like that story enough. Okay. Um, the MTV Movie Awards were this weekend, and we got a couple clips for Marvel. We got a Black Widow clip, and we got a Loki clip. The Loki one was just Loki talking to uh, Owen Wilson in wow. an elevator, basically. Yeah. Um, his name is Mobius, Owen Wilson's character. And then the Black Widow one was Yelena and Tasha in a car chase. And the thing about these, um, like clips that show either on TV or during an award show or something is that they're like heavily edited, you know, to make sense as a standalone clip. Right. So they seemed kind of choppy, but the Black Widow clip, I thought the action was really cool. It looked very cinematic. There's like something that I can't put my finger on that distinguishes a little bit between movies and the Disney plus shows still, you know, like Captain okay. America and like, and, uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's just like a little extra something. Like, I don't know what it is, but it just, it looked really good. Did y'all watch either? Y'all watch the clips. I, I didn't watch the clips. I've seen them. Well, you can, you'll see them in the movie. <laughs> yeah. They, they've been playing a lot on YouTube ads. So I've been, I've been seeing parts oh, of there's a lot of TV spots. Um, let's see. Shang Chi. Okay, this is a Shang Chi. This is a big uh theater news. Disney. There's been a, everything's been up in the air with how they're going to release movies because Black Widow is on Disney Plus simultaneously. You know, yeah, with the premiere access, and no one knew what they're going to do with Shang Chi or or Eternals or anything like that. But it turns out they it will be exclusively in theaters with a 45 day theatrical window, Ooh. um, which is it's normally 90 days. Yeah, that's tiny. So they've universal cut their window down to 17 days so it's not as bad as that but they have cut the theatrical window in half 
which is wow. pretty, it's not clear whether or not this is going to be a permanent thing or I assume if it works out for them, it will be, you know? Um, but I don't know if, if the studios, I think, I think it's really interesting that like if the studios have learned anything from the pandemic, it's that they like need theaters. They kind of thought everyone kind of assumed they could cut them out, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh, let's put it on streaming and we'll get a bunch of subscribers and it'll pay for itself. Or like, Oh, guess oh if we charge, that. if we charge $30 more money for it, then we'll, we'll make, it'll make, it'll make up for it. And there's just like no Avenue, like people, like the exclusivity and going to the theater to see it. And then you get double the money when you release it at home, you know, because they want to buy it again. There's just no, right. There's no new distribution strategy. I think that can yeah, undercut it's, it that. Just, it stalls out. Like you can't double dip when it goes straight to streaming. Yeah. And you're double at dipping least... when you're buying a, a movie ticket and then a Blu-ray and then mm-hmm. maybe the 4k later or, you know, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, at least for uh, you know blockbusters, you can't make a billion dollars at home. So maybe a smaller movie could do well, but like a Quiet Place or something, like a mid-budget movie, but not a not a huge blockbuster movie. Um, but when Shang Chi and and uh, Eternals do come out, it's they are unlikely to be released in China. Apparently, really, Marvel's been having some problems with China. Um, about the content of, of Shang-Chi. Um, and the, apparently there was some big backlash because they thought they, that the stars, Simu, Liu, and Aquafina were not traditionally uh, attractive. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that was oh. their biggest complaint with the movie. Um, the, the Chinese government? Well, just like people, like the, the audience oh. reaction to it. Really? But the, yeah. Um, but the, the government, the, literally it's like qualified as propaganda here, um, released a list of the US movies that are coming out. They decide what they have like, you know, all the say and what airs and neither of those were on it. So no one's really sure. Um, Eternals they know because the director Chloe Zhao, um, who I believe is Chinese, she spoke out against the Chinese government in 2013. Oh, well that's not- And they've, no, that's not they've blacklisted her movies, yeah, from China. So sure. it's interesting that she got this movie at all you know right well that would that would hurt really bad you know for them to not have the chinese box office right Mm -hmm. so i don't know we'll see it's uh changes before to you know i mean they can't mm -hmm. shang chi is shot and done they can't yeah they can't put a new face on him um imagine if they did but i think it's important to remember this when we're looking at the box office for these movies because number one, we're still in a pandemic, and number two, China makes up for like a third of the, you know, box office normally. Right. Sometimes half if it's something like the Meg or Fast and the Furious. Um, so it's not going to reach the levels of. They might not get to a billion, you know, not going to reach the levels of the other Marvel movies. It's a little bit unfortunate, but um, I think it's good news if we can. If these two movies come out and are successful despite releasing in China, maybe we could get more content in the movies that doesn't have to be censored, you know? Like, Marvel's famous, or all studios are famous for minimizing characters of color and gay characters and stuff in a way that can be edited out for China, you know? Right. And Russia and stuff. It's not just China, but um, if they don't need, if they're like, oh, we don't need them, then maybe more, like, bigger roles could be given? Who knows? We'll see.
Um, all right. Dune. This is my favorite news of the week. Yes. Dune news. Ron's not happy, I know, but I'm happy. <laughs> Bad news for Ron. Um, Dune is now expected to debut in theaters only, uh, exclusively in theaters. And their HBO has reversed their day-to-date release with um, HBO Max. There's other HBO news that led to this that I'll get to, but um, I don't know. I I didn't think this would happen. I was like, when they announced it, I was like, that's a big mistake, but they can't, surely they can't just go back on their word (laughs) after they tried to hook subscribers with it. But they fully, it looks like they're fully doing that. Here you go. Yep. I, I think this is good news because... I think the whole HBO only thing was a big play to cut out theaters. Um, and it just didn't work yet. And it did not work out. It it was proven to be a terrible decision. And every, we've had a, several of them now, every HBO movie, every HBO Max movie has failed miserably, both in theaters when it comes out in theaters and it doesn't get a lot of subscribers for the streaming platform. But they also um, haven't been great. Yeah, but yeah. they would have made money. They would have made money in in a regular. Yeah, but that's that's in like theaters pre pandemic stuff. Like you still got to think about like all right, Godzilla comes out. It's still pandemic times, so like, uh, is are people actually going to go see the movie? You know what I mean? Well, it with that argument, a bunch of people should have subscribed for HBO to watch these movies. I agree with you, and they but, didn't. So here's here's my point on here's my thoughts on that. Those the movies that have came out for HBO Max exclusive have not been great. So word of mouth didn't help those movies; it only hurt those movies. So I'm curious if a good movie comes out and it's like, oh, you have to watch this movie. You have to subscribe to HBO Max. I wonder if that helps. It would have helped a bit, but I think Wonder Woman should be a financial success no matter what, even if it was terrible. Like it should have. And they should have gotten a ton of people because there was no word of mouth. They just said these 30 movies, 30 blockbuster temple movies will be free on our service if you just sign up. Like they should have been tons and tons, like an overwhelming amount of subscribers, you know, like without them coming out or hearing about if they're good or not. Like if you want, if you know you want to watch Matrix, Dune, Wonder Woman, Godzilla Kong, then you would have signed up. You know, we were already, all of us were already signed up. So I right. think they did not win over new people, but or not enough to Yeah, probably some. Sure. But they still have um, you know, a small amount of subscribers compared. They have about uh twenty million and like we said, Amazon has two hundred. So they right. it didn't get there. Okay. This is my you last think price story. too high? No, it's very it's very fairly priced, I think, for what you're getting. It's like eleven ninety nine, right? Up to fourteen ninety nine a month. It's kind of expensive, but I think Disney Plus is way too cheap and I'll get continue to get more expensive, you know? Well, yeah, they, I think they just raised their monthly price. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep going up. It's not going to stay that that low price. No, but definitely not. I think for all the blockbusters they put on there, it's a very good price, HBO Max. But I don't know what they could have done differently to make this really strategy work. Have Make better movies, I guess. I mean, yeah, have better movies. <laughs> but I think... I think you could use that excuse for like a couple times, you know, but it happened so many times in a row that it's like, dang, like, I guess they're not good. There also could be a case for people not enjoying movies as much at home, I think. 
True. I don't know. I think it affects your opinion of the movie a little bit, and the fact that every Warner Brothers movie has been panned. Right. Like maybe people have a little bit. You get like a little plus, like a little boost to a movie when you see it in a theater. I know Ron doesn't, but some people do. I think. Sure. Because it's just more grand. Like Godzilla Kong, I think is a perfect would That's be a perfect a movie theater, for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. But, do Do but, either of y'all have? any sort of more boutique uh, streaming services? Anything that's like not a $10, $15 thing? Something that's like cheap? I still have Shutter. Okay. Uh, that's it. I have Shutter as an Amazon channel. Um, oh, okay. Like I have Arrow Video. Arrow Video is four ninety nine a month. And I think that is a great value because you get a bunch of curated content. And I really like, if I'm going to add a subscription service, I'd rather add something like that rather than something with like a enormous catalog that i'm never going to get to give me something with like a hundred titles but it's stuff that is not anywhere else and is kind of like unique and then i I like that i like that a lot like they just put a remaster of a really great japanese movie called versus on there uh and i love that movie and i've seen that movie since i was 2002 since it was in 2002 when i bought on dvd from the back of a fangoria magazine and i was like oh man i want to watch this and they have special features on there, which is like one of the only streaming services that has a what a breadth of uh, special features, like commentary tracks, and I love it. I think you really get a good value for some of these lower price boutique type streamers. Yeah, the only thing close I had was uh, I was subscribed to Rooster Teeth, which had right. their exclusive content. Which was it through their Patreon? You got you got exclusive content that they only put on the website, and then you got the stuff they put on YouTube early. Right, that was the closest thing I had, and that was five bucks. But I I got rid of that a while ago because I just stopped watching their content as right. much. So it wasn't worth the five bucks. No, not no. I just not wasn't anymore. watching it as as often as I used to. So I just right let go of it. That's kind of how I feel. What Michael described is I know it's a huge company, but about Apple TV, they have like twenty shows total, but like they're almost all fantastic. Like they're really good. You know, like how they definitely value. I don't remember. It's around. It's not too cheap. It's a, It's like ten bucks and under. But it's not. It's like eight to eight to twelve somewhere around there. But um, I don't know. I think HBO is that way a little bit too. It's not Netflix where it has a. It's a behemoth with, fifty new shows a week. You know. Right. Right. I I agree. I prefer that. I prefer that method. Like the quality over quantity thing. But that's not what we're going to be getting for very long because. <laughs> Hey listeners, due to a crazy storm during the recording of this episode, the power went out as we were starting our final story. It's too bad too, because it was actually a pretty good one. Thankfully, we didn't lose the whole episode. We hate to leave you on a cliffhanger, but the weather had other plans. We will definitely cover this huge merger news on next week's episode. On behalf of Ron, Dylan, and myself, thank you all so much for downloading us. We'll see you next time.